Hello everybody, my name is Ose. I work in finance and today I'm happy because my sister's 40th birthday. Oh! Happy birthday to her. Happy birthday. Miss <laughs> Mofi, I'm a professional. I feel very chill. I just want to relax and be taken care of. <laughs> We all need that, to be honest. Hi, everyone. My name is Ona. I'm a content and social impact strategist. And today, I'm pretty excited to have our guest in the show. I have been a huge fan for the longest time. So you are asking why I'm excited, but I am excited for our guest. So, yeah. It has been going on and on and on. (laughs) So guys, okay. welcome to your favorite show, Sister Talk. If you do not already know, Sister Talk is a bi-weekly podcast of the Girl Africa Initiative, exploring the realities of being a young African woman in today's society. Every other week, Mofi, Ona, and I, and of course our very special guests, come together to tackle real issues plaguing young African women as we navigate life in our society. So if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe to our podcast and join the conversations anytime. Our special guest on today's episode is a branding and content marketing expert. She's the co-founder of the female-led fashion brand and digital community for women, Fruit Girls. She's the founder, she's the founder of the innovative marketing agency, Disruptive by Design, and an Oran Kingdom Queen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, so please welcome to the show, Onyeka Mwobi. Woo! <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Onyeka, as, as is our tradition, we always uh-huh. like to get our listeners to get to know you better. Right. So we have something we call the special guest trivia, which we call Spill the Tea. We'll uh-huh. attempt to ask you 10 questions in the next few seconds and see okay. how fast we can all get to know you. Okay. Are you ready? I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> or now are we good on time? The timer's ready. Okay, let's go. What's your full name? Onyeka Ralichuku Paris. Exciting. What's your nickname? The O. <laughs> What's your favorite female-owned fashion brand right now? For girls, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that was an obvious answer. A woman or girl in your life that inspires you? Uh, my sister, a former mother. Oh, shout out to our sisters. <laughs> Something that gets you upset? Uh, dishonesty. Oh. Something that makes you smile? Respect. <laughs> Rich anti vibes. Would you rather work at a nine to five or be your own boss? Definitely my own boss. Yeah. We hope to be there one day. Would you rather be paid in millions of dollars to be confined in your dream city for the rest of your life or travel the world for free for one year only? Travel the world for free. Oh. What's your favorite memory as a brand or content creator? Content marketing expert. Right. My favorite, I have a lot of favorites, but it would have to be when I worked as or as the account manager on the Kanju project. 
so yeah. What's the one? I remember that project. Sorry to get the next question. What's the one thing that keeps you going? Um. Oh God! Wow, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of things, but I would say family. Family keeps me going. Yeah. Oh. Let me answer for myself. Money, money yeah. keeps me going. Okay, we know. Plenty We've known this for a while oh now. I'll keep saying it. I'll keep saying it. <laughs> Thank you for spilling the tea on your car. I'm sure our listeners feel closer to you already. Or now, how long yeah. did it take to get to know her? Three minutes forty-five seconds. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. not bad. <laughs> that was fast. Not bad. That's fair. Okay, so ladies, let's dive into today's discussion. Our theme this episode is starting your own, exploring the realities of the journey of African women who bravely dive into entrepreneurship in a society designed to give male entrepreneurs more advantage over women. According to a recent report by Ideas for Development, Africa leads the world in the num- leads the world in the number of female entrepreneurs on the continent. In fact, women in Africa are more likely than men to be entrepreneurs. However, a recent another World Bank report shows that women entrepreneurs across sub-Saharan Africa continue to earn lower profits than women. So you get to wonder that. Every day, millions of African women are leaving the security and comfort of the corporate jobs to still chase their passion and find more fulfillment in birthing and nurturing big ideas from the ground up. From great women like Moabudu, who famously started her career in HR as an HR executive in the oil and gas industry before leaving her job to start Moments with Mo, to Oprah Winfrey, who left a network job as a journalist to start her own media conglomerate. Women of color are fearless in taking this leap of faith to venture into the tumultuous world of business in a patriarchal society. But what is this journey truly like? What is the reality for African women in this space? That's what we hope to break down in our conversation today. So, (laughs) Onyeka, you've shown true courage, taking a leap of faith in your career, leaving the Uh corporate community to bravely start your own marketing agency and so community for women. So walk us yeah. through your personal journey through this process. What were some of the events that inspired this decision? And what were some of the strategic steps you took to get to where you are today? Right. Um, so I'm just going to give a bit of its background, but I think that my proper corporate journey actually started when I started working at Ndani, which is um, a subsidiary for a guaranteed trust bank um and then i got moved to the bank proper so i started working at the bank um as a content marketing editor but before that um i while i was in school i was already i got my first job in school um i started working at spice tv shout out to joanna chikizi aka pepper she gave me my first job um at spice tv and i was there as uh social media and production intern um and yeah i i don't really i want that was corporate but then it was semi-informal so (laughs) um it was a a lot more lead back and more lax um and then i started working like remotely as a freelance writer content um 
editor for publications, you know, I worked with publications in UK and then in Indonesia, in Jakarta. Um, wow. So, and then, and then, yeah. And so I made the transition to proper corporate through um, GT Bank. I didn't spend a lot of time at Indani, so I moved to the bank. And then it was fast forward to, I didn't feel fulfilled enough. Um, I didn't feel like um, they were very impact driven. Um, and it, I, w- I will get to the other <laughs> to the part of this, but then mm. I then moved to an advertising agency. I didn't plan to move to the advertising agency. I had actually planned to start up on my own when I left the bank. <laughs> something <laughs> that God will have it like something was just orchestrated. They were like, "Oh, coming!" I was supposed to be there for a month or two um, to work on. I worked as the lead um, copywriter for First Bank's 125. Um, 125th anniversary yes um and so it was from there i stayed on two years after (laughs) and so yeah that was that's been my journey basically and um i i want to say like when you say events that led to you know events that led me to you know getting or going out on my own it wasn't anything specific right it wasn't like one thing it was just me always wanting more um and like i mentioned i i don't feel like corporates are as impact driven they appear to be but it's just they're just not like everybody's just trying to climb the ladder in some way or the other or get published in media or you know like they want press and stuff like that just good press so that it keeps getting them more business but like at the core of things for me it's like i felt they didn't really care as much as you know like they should have about people that they were serving so that always sort of pushed me um to go out on my own i knew i was going to go out on my own eventually i just didn't know when right so uh so yeah that's that's that that was it but i feel like one major event was when <laughs> Um, I'm going to track back to the Kandu project. So at the agency, my trajectory was pretty. How would I say it was? It's pre- it was pretty speedy because I came in as copywriter, came and then I moved to project manager in a space of months. Then I moved to account um, manager. You know, like in mm. you know two years. And so the next thing I was doing is I was handling actual accounts. So. What that entails oh, wow. is you have to interface with clients. You have to um, you have to work with teams. You have to manage teams. You have to manage creative teams. You have to manage just different people, right? And so I realized that while I was there, I had gained a lot of skills, like both in leadership, in management, technical skills, hard soft skills, Project management. right? You know, like, and I could just do like I was literally my own agency if you look at it. So, <laughs> so mm. I just that was what when it clicked. I was like, why am I doing this for somebody? You know, Someone like, else. I, yeah, you're yeah, like, practically doing it for yourself. Doing already. It, exactly. And then I'm the one. I was already talking to clients, and like I already learned. And I think the most important thing for me was that I was learning the leadership and managerial skills. It wasn't, it had gone from just, oh, you're a content marketing specialist to, you know, like you are now managing people. So for me, that was when it, it sort of was coming together to me. And I was just like, I remember when I had to manage like a team of 
over 40 people i'm just like oh, wait that's a whole company <laughs> you know like so i'm just going to go and do this and you know like i knew i could do a good job like i had the the specialty like the actual things you know like if it got to the nitty-gritty of things i could do those and i could i could actually put together a team so i knew i could do that and i could manage people so i was just like you know what yeah it's about time um and so that was how i i you know i, I like i said i i remember putting this up on my insta story it was a random thing and i was just like you know i'm going to go and register this business and i'm going to start reaching out to people i'm going to start you know like my own agency but it didn't work out immediately but then i knew i was on to did you have like to did you did you do that while still in employment or did yes. you yes. have to take the leap but so yes. tell me about the moment the aha moment when you decided that you know what i'm going to do this on my own i'm uh-huh. going to leave this job because uh-huh. i mean i've been through a similar journey of like yeah. leaving a comfortable com- corporate job to start uh-huh. your own business uh-huh. and that moment can be very yeah intimidating it can yeah. be really scary yeah. so i would like to know like what was that moment like for you i think so i was having conversations about you know just um i don't know if other people can but i'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate compensation i felt like if i'm doing the most you know like compensate me for what i'm worth right and mm. <laughs> the conversation didn't go as you know you know how corporates can be like drag yeah. the whole thing so as they were taking time like deliberating it wasn't like they were completely against it but did i feel like they deliberated too long and they let me mm. plan out my entire like exit while they were deliberating <laughs> you know like while they were planning because i remember the conversation went like when I finally tended in my my resignation letter, like, they're just like, oh, but you know, like something. I'm just like, you know, that when you make a plan, you also make like a backup plan, right? Exactly. And what happened is that you guys were taking too long. I have to give up my life. Backup, <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, and, and so, um, I was just like, oh, let's have the question. Like, it's too late. My mind's already made up. And I remember that the clear cut sign for me was. Instead of getting angry, because before I do anything, I mean, I I believe in talking to God first, right? Mm. I don't just move. Like I get ideas, and I'm just like, Lord, is this for me to do, or am I just getting a brainwave, right? So, um, I remember that was when like I I, I started getting a lot of signs. I think it was the things that um, Sarah Jakes Roberts, because she's the one I listen to. You know, she's. I like to think she's my spiritual leader <laughs> and um, I remember like all of her messages all of the things I kept running into it just like you it, it, it felt like you are ready for your next stage you are ready to you know move into the next phase of your life do it stop overthinking it, and all of those things and so I just like you know what this shit is scary I didn't feel intimidated the first thing I did was I, I made sure that there was no ounce of fear like I had to break up with my fears completely and then I was just like you know what I'm going to be fine you know if I can do this for these big brands then you know I can do it by myself it's not sure it's going to be hard work right but then you know definitely I'm going to, I'm going to if it's work I know how to walk so <laughs> that's no problem um so yeah that was that was the aha moment for me like for me it was just like the the the, the taking too long to get back to me just sort of 
it ticked something off in me. I was just like, you need to get going. You can't keep waiting for people to decide your future or what's going to happen to you. So that was it for me. And I remember you asked um, strategic steps. Like I said, I, I like to think that um, <laughs> every, all of us like to think like, oh, everything we're doing is off our own. You know, like you're thinking about it. But the truth is, for me, I think that all of my steps were very God orchestrated. It, it, it would first happen and then I would catch on and I'd be like, oh, this what, you know, this guy, this big guy was trying to show me and just like, oh, okay, 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 I get it. And then I would then, I think when I would now realize that that's what God was telling me to do, that's when I would now sort of on my own put in some extra work because you can't just depend on, you know, like you heard from God. It's like, okay, so you heard, now what? Um, but I think also if we're talking about strategic things um something that was key for me was to like i mentioned earlier acquire skills and as many skills and as much knowledge as as possible right in in many areas because for you to say you want to run a business it's no longer oh i'm a content marketing specialist it's like okay cool much <laughs> more. it's much more it's much bigger there's a lot of you are all the see. members of the team exactly <laughs> trust so, me it's exhausting so, yeah so so you need you sort of need to acquire that was one thing i, I knew i was doing it, it was like people in i remember when being in the ad agency like the way i was moving is like today i'm in one meeting today i'm in a creative meeting tomorrow i'm in a strategy meeting tomorrow i'm in another and you know like it seemed weird but what was happening for me was that i want to learn as many things as i can learn. like the fact that i even know how to I'm, I'm, I think that people come to me now mostly for strategy. It's wild to me because I didn't start off as a strategist, you know, like, that's not even something. I learned it while I was, you know, working and, and I think mostly at the agency. I shadowed my boss without even going to her to say, oh, I want you to teach me. I didn't go to her to say that. I just literally just watched every single thing that she did and I picked it up. So that, that, that was something that was very key for me. and. Another thing was selecting my projects. I know that people go into the workspace and into corporate and it's almost like, yes, sir, yes, ma. Like, no, <laughs> this project no is not a good fit. Yes, <laughs> it's not a good fit for me. Why are you giving me this project? I usually, like, I had line managers. I would go back and forth with them. Like, this thing doesn't make sense. Like, why? That's not my strength. So why are you wow. giving it to me? Wow. I said, that's like, something I'm learning today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the troublesome person, but it's just like, no. And when I think about it, it's just like, what would make sense on my portfolio for me too? It's not just to do work for you. You can give me stuff and I'm just wasting time. Like, no, you want your company to grow. I also want to grow as a person. So let's, you know, it's an exchange for me in that regard. So I was very specific. And I remember even at the bank, like, I didn't do things that, you know, like, I'm not a banker. And so, <laughs> bringing me in to, to do, like, banking work was, I was just looking at them, like, I will not, do, I didn't say it to them directly, but I just say in my mind, I will not do that, you know, like, because this, when I go out, I can't pitch this to a potential client as my strength. So I need to find something that is within my strength and actually work on it and give my pour out my heart into it than just waste my time and say I'm doing work. So that was that was something that I, I, I was very um, careful about or careful about. to do. Yeah. I will take one part of what you said, which was 
about um, you not necessarily having strategic steps, but um, having God align things in your favor and lead you to the path you should be on. And I would yeah. say, even in my personal journey, I have yeah. found that like a lot of times, I do things and I do not understand the reason why. Yeah. And then when you have gone through the process that God is directing you to go through, you look back and you're like, oh, this is, I mean, these are the things like even there are jobs that I've taken because I've uh-huh. also worked in the corporate environment. I've uh-huh. worked with Axis Bank. I've worked with Globus Bank. I've worked with, uh-huh. you know, even SMEs as well. And I uh-huh. find that each role had something to teach me and each role was preparing me for something else as well. And yeah. when I even started my own agency as well, my own marketing agency, it right. felt like, oh, I began to understand the reason why all of those things that yeah. happened in, in those jobs happened. So yeah. I would say we can plan. I've always yes. one of the lessons I always <laughs> tell people now. You can plan as oh. much as you want to. But ultimately, plans are just guides. You're never yes. going to... Those yeah. steps you want to pin down to say, okay, do this and this. It mm-hmm. will guide you, but it will not mm-hmm. necessarily... Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and I think like that's really like key for people to know because it makes you conscious of the fact that you need to stay flexible like even when you create a plan because be ready for disappointment yeah exactly and, and appointments too because exactly. it's not always because it's, it's trying to shift you towards a direction yeah yeah definitely. so talk us talk us through some of the most defining challenging moments that have truly tried and tested but shaped you on this journey to building your own business and legacy uh-huh. uh so i just want to point out that this is my first quarter as a full-time entrepreneur oh. <laughs> so, so so um i am currently in my defining moments that's how i would put it um both with frugals and both with disruptive by design this i'm currently going through those defining moments um and i would say um some i would just touch on two um one for disruptive by design and i I think that uh one for me was for disruptive by design was my focus like you know coming out of corporate was just like oh you know what i already have contacts there so you know i'm going to leverage my contacts i'm going to you know talk to them those are people that i want to pitch to and all of those things um and i just you know like with time realized that they might not even be my tribe because you know like i found that the people that were gravitating towards me were not corporates right and so i it made me pause and it's just like you know you want to do this thing or you feel like you had it all mapped out but maybe you need to you know realign and just check again like who who you want to really serve because yeah i think i think my experience pitching to corporate self as a new business owner as just a startup person it was really wild because i'm telling you these people they will use it to catch crews if you are not like <laughs> if you are not very um and i mean i'm someone who like when i i just feel like people should i feel like everybody is just as honest as i am in business but i, I find that business is really cutthroat and when you're dealing with corporates it's like it's much more cutthroat than even like the normal world so i think that for me one of the defining moments was 
learning that um, my tribe may not necessarily be the tribe that I thought it was and then the people who are finding me now and want my services you know like those people are completely I did not see them coming I'll just put it like that um, and then for frugals um, it would have to be like transitioning from a brand because running frugals part-time it was more there was there was the business aspect but we had to because we didn't the business is something that you cannot do p- part-time so um there was a lot of branding going on and then you know like people just uh catching on to the brand and it's been amazing but like there's we've seen that it's now that is full-time it's like a whole other transition from going from a brand to a full-time business and and that is something that is really is, is something is enough to shake you up but i think that it's just for me it's like a huge learning curve and something that's really going to define what food girls really becomes in the future so yeah those those are two key things for me that's beautiful i for me the lesson from those that particular one is is the fact that like you also have to evolve with the business listen Uh to how the business is growing on its own because Uh you find that many times you have your vision for the business but might not be what works for you yeah so you have to actually listen and i've actually Uh seen the journey for girls as it evolved through time <laughs> i would even say even for this platform that we are uh-huh. that we started with a, a different vision from even what is being executed now uh-huh. so you have to find what works for yeah. you as a brand yeah okay so um what are some of the biggest triumphs and rewards that you had in this experience and what would you say is your biggest lesson on the journey so far um so as regards triumphs and rewards um i just want to say like for me biggest rewards and it might it might sound weird are the actual losses and lessons um throughout Mm. this period you know um that i've experienced throughout this period i think that um they definitely are my biggest rewards because they forced me to recalibrate to realign to challenge myself to do things better um i, I mean it would be nice to just say uh you know my biggest reward has been doing xyz or doing this or that but really the lessons things- learned <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, this, very yeah yeah those things uh and yeah i think my biggest lesson would have to be um from all of this just from my transition is that there's no sorry can you hear me yeah we can okay we can. there's no clear cut path to you know anyone finding success and i think that nigeria sort of makes you think that there is or nigeria and nigerians you know like because there's just <laughs> it's almost like there's one way to be, you know, like successful oh, in have, this country. Yeah, mm. like I, the I parameters. Exactly. I saw my dad call me and was like, eh, you know, I see you as a, you know, brand strategist. I'm just like, 
okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to brand strategy it my way, not mm-hmm. your way. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it, it's not going to appear how you want it to appear, but it's still brand strategy. And so, like, there's no one way to be. And also, you can definitely. What, the big blessing for me is that you can definitely be anything or anybody you actually choose to be. It's like. Again, it goes back to the environment, the society we live in. There's that everybody wants to box somebody in. They want to see you as one thing. Yeah. They want to see you know, like they want to see and identify you as just this one thing. And it's just like it's not possible. There's too much put into one person for that person to remain one thing. So, um, yeah, that's the biggest lesson for me. And it's just like because I, to be honest. <laughs> I don't even know how I got here. Like, to me, it's still wild, you know? Like, I still think I'm just like, oh my God, like, if somebody had asked me for my five-year plan, I would not have put this one down, so, yeah. Listen, I can totally identify with you on that because, you know, you start the journey and you Mm -hmm. have this vision, but like we said, it just keeps changing and you have to listen to what the universe is putting in front of you. Yeah. Um, that's powerful. I mean, you've already almost answered the other question, which is what would be your advice to younger African women who want to take the same leap and venture into entrepreneurship as well? Mm. I, I have so much to say, but I'll keep it brief mm. <laughs> as regards that. Um, the first thing I, I, I want for, you know, women to do, and this is just as one as women and then as actual human beings, you need to break up with your fears. I, I don't know why I keep saying that, but it's, it's like fear is the one thing that stops you from actually moving. The first thing anybody needs to do, and it's like, oh, when I'm saying this, people go like, oh, you know, like maybe you have money, you're privileged. I don't come from anything. I will say it anywhere. <laughs> so it's not that there's something cushioning me and that's the reason why I've become fearless. Like, no, I'm doing it scared. Like, even if you're going to, like, do it anyways. You know, like, don't, you can't keep thinking like, oh my God, but, but then this, but then that, but then I don't have an emergency fund, but then I don't have my entire whatever planned. Like, you're never going to have a plan. You're never going to have that emergency fund. So just do it anyways. Um, the other thing is to be adventurous, like be very adventurous and explore as many things as you can explore because that will help you really like figure out and zero in on what you're really passionate about and what your purpose is um, and what really makes you tick as a person. So if you don't explore, you can end up just doing something because you've gotten comfortable with it, you know, like, so for me, my advice is for people to explore like i explored so many different worlds there's been media there's been fashion i remember the time i was really into fashion there's um there's been finance um there's been advertising there's been fmcg you know there's just so many things that i've done like and now i'm really sure like this is what i want to do um and then also, I, I think that another thing is for women to just make sure that they've acquired real translatable skills. Like, make sure, like, if you're going to go out on your own, if you're going to start something on your own, make sure, like, you've acquired as many skills as is possible um, and you have built a portfolio that speaks for itself. Now, this one might sort of um, um, counter what I said before, like, oh, and maybe my portfolio is not, you know, yeah, maybe my, this thing is not ready, you overthinking things, but 
while you're the, the point is i feel like anybody that sort of whilst you're falling has, through the fire yeah skills yeah mm. <laughs> like anybody that's happening to my journey i want to i want to assume or let me just say that they are they, they've had some form of corporate you know like it's like corporate to entrepreneur type of or they're trying to transition so i say like while you're there be doing you know like be picking it up be adding things to your portfolio and very important for you to ask up to your portfolio make sure you select your projects don't let anybody force you to do something that you feel like you're not going to flourish at um and yeah the last thing is always take your plans to god that's just what i was saying <laughs> like okay. yeah I completely identify with you know all of those points. Like I have to say that you're truly self-actualized and self-aware because uh-huh. it takes that journey. I mean, all of what you said, I think that I have experienced personally. Okay. Um, it's it, it's very validating to see that you know it's a lived experience of not uh-huh. one, but almost everyone yeah. who yeah. takes this risky quote-unquote um, uh-huh. path. You know, this yeah. risky. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, so you created the platform um, through Girls. So tell us more about this platform and what you hope to achieve. Um, right. So through Girls, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just want to say that first of all, um, through Girls is a fashion resale platform before it is anything else. Um, and the reason why I say this is because um, along the way, you know. I think that when you start to do something that is completely new and different in Nigeria, people don't really understand it. So the way that we branded as both a fashion resale platform and um, a financial literacy platform can sort of, you know, confuse people because it's something that is new, just trying to merge those things together. Um, but we're a fashion resale platform for girls that, you know, shop with a purpose of um giving clothes a second life basically mm. and what we do is we offer premium um like new women's wear at really affordable prices and in a manner that is really hassle free um so that's what frugals is in a nutshell and another thing like i mentioned is the um our commitment to financial literacy for women um so we're also committed to that as a platform and the reason why is because at frugals we we've always for me and my my sister so i'll just give a little bit of a background um the word frugals was coined from frugal girls and um (laughs) and me and my sister identify as really like frugal babes like we live our lives on a budget you know like even when there's money it's still like budget we also so, can identify give you on the budget <laughs> <laughs> she has her whole brand on on even living on a budget as well are she you serious yes that's dope that's really dope like i love it when i see like girls that can you know like it's not that i can't flip the money but it's just like it's so good like when you have a budget your life runs so much more smoothly i learned so um yeah so that that was really the idea and then for us it's always just to be thinking of shopping thrift or you know like secondhand for us has been a thing of yeah we know we can buy new we know we can buy designer and stuff but i mean i want to save my money and i also want to look good and i don't feel like you need to have enough money to look good or we don't feel that way so that was something that was really 
that's something that was really key for us and then we, we apart from the fashion aspect of things we just want to bring so much more value it's just like how can we also do that and if you also just see financial literacy is like a real problem you know like here in nigeria and in africa at large like just tackling the 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 problem of women not having enough access to education to know how to grow wealth basically is also a problem so we're just like it's you know that's something problem. that's yeah that's something that's also like really key to us as as girls because like i mean what we're doing is a business and it involves money so we also want to help girls learn about money so yeah that's that's really what free girls is about so yeah it's fashion and then financial literacy and yeah. the journey so far and how <laughs> and it's growing and we're looking forward to seeing the great work from Disrupt- disrupted by design as well yes yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking forward to it too on my end <laughs> awesome beautiful yeah okay so i so okay, have a, a very important question <laughs> yeah so i've been very quiet most of this episode apart from the fact that i had some connection issues but mm. i really really identify with everything you've been saying and i think one thing that stood out for me about what you said was um in a nutshell trust the process uh-huh. so uh-huh. i've been so hard on myself as well i've been in corporate for like about five years now and then right sometimes when i oh, so it's five years though what yes <laughs> like a joke as if someone was asking oh how long have you been here over the week and i was like four years and then I actually calculated i'm like oh it's actually not five four years, years. actually I'm yeah. five so, years i'm like ah, we are so old too so what's going on because i think for 10 years they give me <laughs> rolex i think they should give me half a rolex by now <laughs> <laughs> but then um, because sometimes uh-huh. some things don't just make sense and then i'm always hard on myself like okay i shouldn't be here I should, but then I think I would learn now to trust the process more. Like there are some things that don't make sense, but at the end of the yeah. day, you know, they would add up. Yeah, and I would understand why I had to go through all those things I had to go through. Definitely. Yeah. And while while you're there, like take advantage of there's so many opportunities. Take advantage. You yes, can, you indeed. literally could start building your business. I'm sure you're already doing that. But like yeah, build a business. <laughs> I mean, girl, Africa is out here. You know, like exactly, like all of the things that you're you're learning and like just build from it. It's like because it's just like for me, corporate was either going to corporate or go back to school, and I hate school, right? So (laughs) I want I want to learn for free, right? So yeah, um, yeah. So so I I chose corporate because like that was a more um, flexible way to learn for me. So. Yes, it's just it's a learning curve. Take advantage. I believe in taking advantage of everything you find yourself in, whether it's you lost yeah. something or every you skill is vital. Even if it's just sitting in a meeting watching your yep. boss, like yep. there's so many skills yep. we take for granted. Negotiation. Yes, exactly. So exactly. So skills. Exactly. So thank you so much. So um, as is as our tradition, we always ask our guests. Please tell us a time in your life when you just couldn't help but be a feminist. <laughs> Love this uh, question. I, 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 to be honest, that question, <laughs> that was a very hard because like, it's now a lifestyle. I just don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know when to say, like, I don't know what to say now that it's different from I don't know whether it's me like it's just a way of life it's just you. a way of life for me like being feminist and I think that another thing is just um 
I think for me it's just uh, making sure that people just let women be you know like just just leave women like just leave women like let them do them and I don't know of any I can't really recall any specific um, I can't really recall any specific incident I would like to track back to my journey in corporate but, but I don't really I remember doing things then I, I, I probably didn't even know it was me being feminist um, so it, right now it's just a lifestyle I, I, I think that me I do what I do personally right now is I'm sure Anna knows this I <laughs> I'm very um, heavy on you know like in terms of like body, body positivity on my Instagram and just like loving myself and all of that so um when it comes to that i've before um now people used to men used to approach me because i used to you know expose my body on instagram but now it's like i've had to warn everybody like <laughs> i'm doing this because i love it it's my body mm. not because i want you to toast me or ask me out or anything yeah. so um i would say that that's one thing that really has stuck for me but i, I don't know of any specific specific um time exactly time yeah exactly I've and that's been, just I, the testament to the fact that you're truly a feminist because <laughs> it's not a momentary thing for you yeah. Yeah. it's a lifestyle it's a daily thing okay so this week we're playing two truths and a lie we're all going to make three statements of which two would be truths and one would be a lie and it's our task to find out which one it is i'm sure we all know this game um so i will go first <laughs> i will go first um also i will go second mofi third and then our special guest will go in final um mm-hmm. so yeah two treats and a lie first statement um i really like the color yellow second statement i have ice cream a bowl of ice cream every friday third statement i'm really secretly an introvert but i present as an extrovert so two treats and a lie let me hear also what do you say sorry can you go by the can you just Speedily go by the three of them. I'm sorry. First one, I really like the color yellow. Second, I had a bowl of ice cream every Friday. Third, I present as an extrovert, but I'm secretly an introvert. You present as an extrovert, but you're secretly an introvert. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I know you hate the color yellow. <laughs> <laughs> And you look like someone who will have a routine like taking ice cream every Friday. So I think that's okay. Mofi, what do you have to say? Fun fact if Ose didn't say that, I would have said you love the color yellow because somehow yellow is what I think it is. Okay. Um, I know, I don't think you'd be the you take ice cream every Friday. I can't really tell. I, I I can't really tell if you're an introvert or extrovert. I think you're a bit of both. Okay. 
And then, Rika? Uh, well, I think that everything is true except for the fact that yellow is your favorite color. I think. <laughs> wow, so that's one point each for us here and Urika, because you guys both Yay. got with this fluffy outcome. How can you? How come what? <laughs> How can you not know these things? It's so hard. Your question was so hard. Your statements were so hard. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. So one point for Urika, one point for Ose. Okay, Ose, your turn. Okay, so. So it's two truths and a lie, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, every day I skip one thousand or walk ten kilometers. Hmm. Um, I'm the life of the party. Uh, I already know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused about everything right now. Uh, that was too deep to <laughs> not be true. <laughs> I'm making it so, easy for you guys. I read, yeah, I'm already got to my one point. Clearly. So, so what's the answer? The only one I don't know which is true or not I, is that first one because, and I'm conflicted because I've seen your weight loss journey and I know that you've done the work. So I'm conflicted if that is true. So I'm I just think that, is, that she's in the life of the party is the lie. Ah, so I think she is the life of the party. So I think because I know Ose is the life of the party, and Ose is definitely like at this point, I'll say, ah, I'm confused between. So I'll say the, the one, the one thousand skips is a lie, and the rest of the two are true. That's my answer. Okay, thanks. Okay, what's the answer? Same. One thousand skips definitely a lie. Yes. The other two are true. <laughs> Oyeka, your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Uh, black is my favorite color. Oh, no. To, to answer the question mine. for us. Oh, I already answered the question. Oh. I thought, I, yeah, I already did. I said, I what? thought she, okay. I, my, my response to that would be the light is that she's the life of the party. That she's the life of the party. Oh. Okay, 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 what's the so, answer? Oyeka was the only one that is correct. It's a lie. Ah, it's a lie. I don't think I'm the life of any party. What? Skips, you <laughs> what? I skip 1,000 every morning. Are you serious, Ose? No wonder. Except on Sundays. What? And on uh-huh. days I don't skip 1,000. I walk. So I still don't believe, so I'm going to come to your house for money to actually wash you. <laughs> I can send you a video. But I don't think I'm the life of the party because I don't even know how to dance. Uh, Ose, you're always like, we, we are telling you on your behalf. But one point for just Oyeka. Wow, so we lost. Okay, so the next person. Yeah. Mofi. Mofi. Hello, Oyeka, go over. Yeah, still okay. thinking. Okay, Oyeka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so black is my favorite color. Mm. That's one. I love people. That's two. Mm. I hardly go anywhere. That's three. Hmm. So easy. I already know the answer. The Who's answer? going first? Ose, yeah, go first. Let me use your own to answer. <laughs> okay, so I think the only lie is the fact that black is her best color. 
because from her picture, I can see her color is orange. <laughs> she loves bright colors. <laughs> I'm conflicted. I would say definitely not going anywhere. That would be true. <laughs> but black, I don't know. I feel like because she's so edgy, I want to say black is her favorite color. So I'll go with the second one as a lie. Mm. I can't remember what the second one was. Is that exactly exactly the second one? She loves I people. Love people. Uh, no one loves people. So, yes, it's definitely that one. Oh, <laughs> you said speak for yourself. No, me, I don't love people. So, it's definitely that second one. <laughs> Hilarious. So, I think that the lie is that she hardly goes anywhere. Then it's her Then you're obviously not following her. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> um okay so i think oceana i have a thing and we sort of understand each other <laughs> no are you serious what is going on black is not my favorite color i do love people i do bitch, how bright <laughs> and then so yeah i had to me. wear a certain oh it's one, one thing to wear like some colors and it's another thing to look a color i think mm. i guess no, but I, I always i always wear colors i think that's the, the point like my my face is really bright so i'm always in colors as opposed to black i'm not always in black and black is not my favorite color just anyways um, so social i look like oh no this is, if i post anything like i'm outside probably from years ago so. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't go anywhere uh yeah so, so Ose, you have Ose, you have two points now. Mofi and I yes. have zero. <laughs> and Oyeka has two points. Oh, Oyeka has two points. No, Oyeka has she two. Has two points. Two, yes, two points. Wow, so it's a draw. Mofi, I don't like this. Why are we drawing for last? <laughs> I, I don't understand. Anyway, so let me go. Um, first statement is I really, really love pepperoni pizza this is so hard second one, <laughs> second one is i'm an in- intending to be an extrovert and mm. third one is i would rather leave every day in jeans in okay, jeans. You'd rather what in jeans oh in mm. jeans i say in jeans in your, your <laughs> you already know the answer <laughs> Hmm. Okay, so you go. Oh, say go first. You know the answer. I'll use your answer. The only thing <laughs> is that she hates pepperoni pizza. Every other thing is true. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so I, I don't know the answer. So I'm just going to do expo. <laughs> she hates pepperoni pizza. That's <laughs> But I definitely feel that yes, introvert pretends pretending extrovert like me and so yeah I would, I would I'm always bragging mostly about her high waist jeans she wears jeans she wears jeans everywhere <laughs> actually <laughs> so that I'm one born is... that jeans I'm going to burn that jeans so I'll <laughs> definitely I'll go with us there that one that so gets under your breast I'll burn you <laughs> <laughs> so you're <a> good <laughs> Um, okay, so mostly it's a bit hard to read. Um, so I'll just go with the answer that Oster provided. 
you're awkward. Wallpoint for me. Honestly, so that's the end of sister games and we're happy to crown us and our special guest i'll leave the crown for our special guest please do so that's the end of sister games thanks to everyone for playing awesome Oh my hey. god, I forgot in my part. I was waiting for you to enter. I said, please, can we end the show in peace? This episode was so good. And it was, so it was. It has been one of my favorite episodes so far in this season. So, okay, guys, it's time for us to. I'm actually really sad to leave this show. <laughs> I am. But before we go, we'd like to give a very special thanks to us to our guests for joining us on this episode. It was a pleasure having you on Yeka. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. <laughs> Be sure to follow on Yeka's work online. Yeka, please, can you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you and your work? First of all, follow Frugals. <laughs> Fru Frugals, yeah. On Instagram, Frugals, F-R-U girls and on twitter we're girls, which is h-e-y and frugals um then you can also follow me uh onyeka.mobu if you like all right <laughs> and, um, follow disrupted by desire for sure at dvd dot the agency so yeah thank you so much onyeka thank you so, guys, guys also remember to follow us on instagram and on all our social media platforms we are at girl africa ng and i'll repeat that at girl africa ng join our conversations online and check out our website on www.girlafricang.com you find loads of content on gender equality and female empowerment so please like comment and share our content to your friends and together we can fight the patriarchy fight the patriarchy <laughs> oh now the next time i say that thing and you say this thing i will clap i will clap sorry <laughs> please we don't promote finally, violence on this, on finally, this <laughs> finally join us on another friday for a new episode of your favorite podcast Sister talk. Now you can talk on that. Sister, I wanted to say it. You're supposed to keep I, you won't keep I wanted to say it. Okay, now let's do it again. For a new episode Finally, of your favorite podcast. On Friday for a new episode of your favorite podcast. Sister, Sister talk. talk. <laughs> so we will meet again for now. We're saying be fierce, be bold. Be confident and most importantly, be, be phenomenal. phenomenal. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.